Hello, everyone. Welcome to what's officially episode 17 of Smoke Out with Shelly and SJ, the interactive video show that you should be subscribing to. If you're not, you should be here. You're missing out. We got a Lando in the chat area. If you're a subscriber, of course, to the show, check out ShellySJSmokeOut.com for all the links to learn about myself and Shelly. Become a subscriber to the show. You get access to these sessions where we do the show. You can come on here, smoke with us, participate in what we're doing, ask questions, all of that great stuff. Plus, you get every episode on video. ShellySJSmokeOut.com. Go check it out. I am, of course, SJ, Stoner Jesus. She is, of course, Shelly Martinez, hence the name, Smoke Out with Shelly and SJ. Shelly, how are things uh, going in this uh, episode 17 day? Mm, I have many breakdowns today. <laughs> many breakdowns. And, uh, but That's here what the weed I is am. for. Exactly. I'm going to start grinding it up right now. But, you know, <laughs> it's uh, it's been super tough. I'm just like trying to get myself back together here. And here we are. How about you? How's your day going? Uh, a lot of running around, setbacks, things of that nature. But uh, as we were talking about before we started recording, you know, we when we get here and ready to do the show, then it's time to smoke, which is awesome. Totally. It's the right part of the day. My Rick and Morty bowl. I'm not going with a bowl tonight, just a simple bowl. That's cute. I like Rick and Morty. they a little bowl. i never seen that cartoon. It's uh, It's interesting. I mean, it's good, and if it's, like, deep with, like, you know, the multiverse and different realities and all that stuff. Really oh, my goodness. It. Is that why there is, like, a chip commercial where they said the robots must have been listening yeah. to Because that's, like, what they do. <laughs> yeah. They also I do, believe um, in that stuff. Wendy's so I was breakfast. like, don't do that. Don't do that. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. What would you say? Uh, they also do a Wendy's breakfast commercial oh. as well. Lando in the chat area said, uh, sorry for your breakdowns. You're not alone, friend, with two hearts. It's um, rough times sometimes. That's why I hope this show becomes something where people can come every week. You know, If they're feeling like shit, whatever, they had a rough day, they just chill with us and smoke. And at least it's a little bit better for an hour, hour and a half, however long we're doing it. That's why I come here. I feel like crap. <laughs> Let's get it fixed. <laughs> Um, the Instagram battle, we have been doing a battle between the uh, Foot Club and our show. Still about 100 away, give or take. It kind of fluctuates mm-hmm. there. I mean, I don't have to whip out my boobs, but if that's what's going to make it happen, that's what I'm going to have to do. I, have a I thought you were going to say something that. else. <laughs> no, that will, that will be people running from the page. We don't need that. We're trying to get subscribers, so I'm going with the boobs. <laughs> That'll bring in the money. <laughs> big money. I see. Right. I don't know. Right home. Fire up. <laughs> oh yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh man. Um, speaking of Instagram, mm-hmm. and uh, we had a question. On Instagram, there's a question directed to Shelly because people think when they're talking on there, they're, they're talking to Shelly. I'm tempted at times to respond <laughs> as Shelly, but I resist the temptation. <laughs> I'm going to ask them, hey, you want to see some boobs? And then they say, yeah, I'll send them my boobs. That'll bring in the people on Instagram. Shelly SJ Smoke on Instagram. Go follow. So, was that like, a little ding? I don't know what that was. I don't know. Maybe it was Lando coming back. I have no idea. Maybe you had a good idea and you didn't know it. <laughs> went boop. <laughs> uh, so speaking of, of uh, Instagram, somebody named Jaws Lover uh, asked Shelly, uh, bes- uh, besides pot, are you pro-drug? I don't know what that means. I don't know if that means, you know, you're pro-legalization or you're pro, you know, giving out recreational, you know, heroin at bingo parlors. I have no idea, but that's the the... Without the context, that is the question. Are you pro-drug besides pot? So is the bingo parlor where you get your uh, H from? Is that what's no. going on? Is, Behind is this... the bingo parlor. Some of those oh. old people, they got the good stuff. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. And pill I'm not form. a narc. Yes. <laughs> I'm not a narc. I'm not going to name names. But yeah, some very got old it. people. 
They have the good shit. Um, actually, no, I'm not about the drug life. Um, it's something that's, I haven't ever been cool with. Like I've mentioned before, I used to not even be cool with cannabis until I got educated more on it and things of that nature. But, um, yeah, like I remember I had this boyfriend when I lived in Kentucky and he had a pill problem and, um, it was crazy for me because like I had my little issue where um, I was taking somas for a little bit when I messed my back up and I got addicted to them. So that was nice. Um, that boyfriend told me that one day, cause a bunch of us lived in the same um, apartment complex and he told me I called him cause he lived in it and he was coming, walking over to my apartment and he saw this girl. He felt so sorry for walking in her underwear in the rain lo and behold that girl was me oh wow and i don't remember any of it and it was like really bad times um so when i stopped and he continued that's why like <laughs> the thing about the bingo parlor is like funny to me because <laughs> it's true these people used to enable him. They were fans that would come to the OVW, which is the developmental WWE had at the time. The mm. fans that would come would spark up these French friendships with wrestlers so they could feel like they're in the ends, giving them their prescription medication. And I remember one time I threatened this bitch. I said, if I catch you <laughs> giving him any more of your pills, I'm ratting you out. Like, and I will beat you up after. Like, I was so upset that these people and... He used to get these things, these, um, I'm not going to get all into it, but let's just say we call them perk fives. <laughs> <laughs> and I just remember these dudes was like, they'd say, like, let's, let's see, what name could I get? Okay, um, let's say his name was Steve. Hey, Steve, you want to get some of them perk fives? So there was a guy <laughs> we called perk five, and I told perk five, if I find out you were giving him any more, it's over. Of course, it all went on behind my back, whatever. But that's how passionate I was even about just, like, pills, you know. Um, So, you know, and then as far as, like, people doing, like, like, I guess people say mushrooms as drugs. I wouldn't do them. Um, If people want to do that, whatever, that's their decision. But as far as, like, heroin or coke or abusing prescription pills like i'm saying two thumbs down for me <laughs> yeah i was never a big uh pill person i was a guy in college crazy guy i knew in college when i went to itt tech itt tech itt tech <laughs> we're bankrupt now but it used to be a school go look it up anyway uh every month he would go buy a bunch of pills from some dude and i would drive him so he would give me a bunch of vicodins and a bunch of perks and it just, it just wasn't my thing. I know I take a couple of Vicodins and take, smoke a couple of joints. I'd be ready to go to sleep, and I didn't want to go to sleep. So I never really got into that. I was lucky. I was around a lot of drugs in college, and I just never, I never had a hankering, I guess, as the uh, the kids say. It's one of the phrases the youth use. So ITT Tech went out. They bankrupt. They went bankrupt. Yeah, as far as I know, and there oh, was wow. um, a lot of like uh, class action something or others and i stopped paying attention but uh it was cool when i went there then you know they didn't they really were really worried about us going out and uh during the breaks between classes and smoking a bunch of weed and then coming back and learning about electronics or whatever uh actually i guess about <clears throat> for six or eight months after i graduated i still went up to norwood uh, ohio where that there was and visit people up there who lived up there and the same dude who used to, I used to go get the pills with, he was sitting, he was a big crackhead. So it was a big, you know, like well-known thing. He liked to smoke crack. And I walk in and he's sitting around this table. And one of the other people at the table is one of my professors from ITT sitting there playing cards and smoking crack. Wow. Like, that was fairly interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I it guess kinda, so. I mean, it's not, but it kind of lessened, you know, the luster of ITT in my mind, I thought maybe I'm not getting my money's worth. It sucks because growing up, I always thought that people who went the ITT tech route were like 
they'd really get ahead in life. Like that's, I bought it. I bought that that was the deal and it was a good thing. <laughs> and there you have it. So RIP ITT tech and the crackheads right. that uh, teach everyone there. <laughs> Maybe should have had less crackheads teaching. I don't know. I'm not a, I'm not a school administrator expert, but it seems like it. <clears throat> it seems like it should have been a thing. Now, uh, as you mentioned before, myself and Shelly, we mentioned that we talk about things about the show and DM. And yesterday, Shelly sends me a message, and she tweeted it out as well. I have no idea what it means. We're going to delve into it right now. Why? <laughs> uh, what, what is the what is these the, <laughs> the comparison, if you will, between Shelly's butt and the band? I'm assuming the band System of a Down. Yes. Well, before we get into it, I wanted to do a little shout out. Not sponsored. We should be. This is something that I have come upon because I am a fan of this wine. It's called Vampire Wine. If people have followed me on my social media recently, um, <clears throat> if you go on my Instagram, it's, you can still see it easily. I post my wines I got with little vampire capes on it. It's so cute. But they also have the this vampire vodka. And wow. as you can see, it's red. It doesn't taste like cherry or anything. I wish it kind of did. That'd be nice. <laughs> but then that means it'd be sugar in it. So whatever. So before we get into what my butt and system of the down have in common, let's take a little shot, shall we? <laughs> because it's one of them days. And right. that's just what we're going to do over here. Have here. I have a green apple Smirnoff ice. That's good enough. They're good enough. Good enough. I like that it's green because you know what? My chaser's green. I got some green juice here. That's right. And of course, I got my Dorothy because that is really who I am inside. <laughs> it's a great show. If you've never seen Golden Girls, <clears throat> oh. you have to check it out. Or if you think it's boring and because like maybe your grandparents or your parents growing mm -hmm. up are watching it. Like the reason why they're watching it is it's a very adult humor. That's why. That's probably why maybe you didn't like it. I grew up around a lot of adults, so I liked adult humor. I found like a natural high off of adult conversations. So anyways, cheers to everyone in the show. And of course, to you, Stoner Jesus. And uh, away we go. And to you, Shelly. <clears throat> when my daughter was younger, she used to call Gone Girls sassy old broads. <laughs> Ain't that the day, truth? I asked her if she wants to watch sassy old broads. You want to watch sassy old broads? Um, <clears throat> so... System of the Down. Growing up, you know, I love System of the Down. I found, just like with Rage Against the Machine, a, a voice there. They were pissed. They saw and experienced um, things in life that are, I guess, like a lot of things that people kind of gloss over and things like that. <clears throat> so I was very enchanted by System of the Down. Um, the first time I ever really, truly got into their music... Uh, way back in the day, uh, I was doing some background work, and I finagled Danielle to come with me. Now, mind you, Danielle is nine years younger than me, so she was a little ass girl. Like, I must have <laughs> been, like, <sighs> I got to look up when um, Toxicity, that album came out. Whenever year that album came out, Toxicity. Um, late 90s, I want to say. Yeah, it was late 90s. It's Toxicity album so <clears throat> i got a call to do a uh, b background for the chop suey video you know if you remember the chop suey video and it's like they're playing in a parking lot of it looks like a um a, like a ran down hotel and then there's a bunch of people we're all wearing black shirts it's his system on it <clears throat> oh okay 2001 so it was 21 okay and um so I finagled Danielle to get on the shoot with me because I had so much social anxiety. At that time, I was not a medicator. I didn't drink. So I didn't even know what anxiety really was. Like, I didn't know that that's what I suffered from, you know? Mm. So I had total social anxiety. I was scared to go by myself. <clears throat> they said, yeah, you can bring your friend. I said, friend, my, <laughs> my little ass sister. So 21, <laughs> 20, 19, 18, 17, 18, 18, 18. So she's 12 years old. So, um, we get there, they go, we just can't pay her. And I'm like, that's fine. Like whatever. So we get there and they decided in between takes, cause there's a lot of downtime to play the full album for us live right there. Like I was like, what the hell wow. is this? Like, <laughs> like people have never heard these songs before. 
And here they are singing them. And it's the first time we're all hearing it. And we're like, what? I'm getting chills right now. We're like, what the hell is going on? Because I've done plenty of shoots where either I'm background or I have a little bit part for music videos. The band doesn't do that. That doesn't happen. They were almost like, eh. and I'll never forget um, Shavo in particular. I'll never forget. I remember looking at one of the doors of the um, – it was a very ran down hotel. Like you don't even want to sit on the beds kind of thing. And it was up in like some weird area. It was like hard to get to. And I just remember him coming out of the door and the, all the smoke came out after him and he was just smiling so big and his eyes were so small. And I was just like, dude, like what's up? And then they go out there and I'm thinking, Oh, we're going to shoot again. And they're just like, Oh, so this is another song off our new album. Like we're in a concert. <laughs> what the hell is going on? So when I first heard the lyrics, pull the tapeworm out of your ass, pull the tapeworm out of your ass. Hey, <laughs> I was like, Oh my God, he's talking about tapeworm. Now, Something that I kept very private up until that time was when I was in high school, I had the tapeworm and I didn't know what the tapeworm was. All I knew is I was another host for this parasite. And when I'd go and wipe, there would be little. <sighs> so. The reason why I shamed myself when I had the tapeworm, I don't even know how I got it. Um, A, I didn't know what they were. I just knew that something was up. And it was so effing uncomfortable. I don't know if any of our viewers or you, Stoner Jesus, have experienced the tapeworm. I know back in the day, some women would take it to lose weight. And that's the thing. Like, I was always, like, up until, like, I got older, I was always 110 without trying. Because I was always... And like I was in track for a long time. When we went to high school, I was like the only girl in the weight training class. So I had, you know, that's why under all this fat, there's muscles. There's muscle memory. It's there. Oh, <laughs> but it's there. Um, so one of the things that people started to say was like, oh my gosh, I think Shelly's bulimic because I would eat. I would eat like nobody's business. But when I had the tapeworm, I was always hungry because now I'm eating for two. Yeah. So I didn't realize that. So I would eat like a whole pizza. I would eat a bunch of tacos from Del Taco all the night. And people thought I was bulimic. Now, looking back, I'm like, why did no one say anything? Like, they didn't say, what's going on, Shelly? So I could have said to somebody, I had something coming out of my ass, wiggling when I wipe. But they shamed me. So I felt like I couldn't say anything, right? So <clears throat> one night... I, this is why I never talked about it until I heard Serge Tonkion sing those words, pull the tapeworm out of your ass. I was up all night with these tapeworms trying to get out of my ass that I went into my bathroom and I thought to myself, if I just stick a tampon up my butt, maybe that'll stop them from coming out. And I took the tampon, I took the paper off, I looked at it, and it was the moment I had in life where I'm like, is this worth putting a tampon up my butt? Because these things keep coming out, and I just don't know what. And I ended up deciding not to put the tampon in my butt. And I ended up confessing to my dad that this thing was happening. He took me to the drugstore, we got the medicine, I was fine. So I felt so effing liberated that I can now talk about my experiences. After I heard Serge Tonkion seeing those lyrics, pull the tapeworm out of your ass, hey. And I thought that our viewers would like to hear that little story. <laughs> there you go. Bring out their suffering. I don't know how you get a tapeworm either. I've heard of it, of course, and uh, luckily I've not experienced it. When you sent me that message yesterday, I was trying to think of what kind of, what band that my ass is most like. Uh, the closest I came was Gwar. I don't know if anyone remembers Gwar. Uh, loud, brash, and uh, no one really cares about it anymore. So there we there go. go. And the lead singer is very difficult. People know that. So is your ass difficult as well? Yes, it can be. Okay. I've been told that at least. There you have it. 
you know um, so are you a fan of gore uh i listened to him a little bit back in the day speaking of uh, music back in the day by the way i saw system of a down in concert it was july of 99 the kentucky speedway in sparta kentucky it was system of a down kid rock corn and metallica Ooh. were all there corn's my favorite band of all time has been for over 20 years i think there was someone else there but i can't remember who they were yeah, that was my uh, my musical interest back then. It's the same now, too. I have the same musical interest from the 90s. I dress the <clears> same. <throat> I'm just, you know, I'm stuck there, if you will. And that's fine. Like, that's fine. And it sucks because I'll only say this because I have to respect people's privacy in some regards. <laughs> I did end up hanging out with somebody from System of the Down. Not at that time. It was way later um, I was, I was friends with these people. Um, you know, the band Cypress Hill. Yeah. I used to kind of pal around with them. And one of the guys that was like, helped them out kind of like, I wouldn't say roadie, but like maybe like assistant S kind of thing. He and I to this day, we're, we're cool. Um, freaking be real can kiss my ass, but whatever. That's besides <laughs> the point. I'll just say that right now. Sindhog, he's okay. He's okay. But, I've heard stories um, uh, in the cannabis community, especially because he's bigger than that now. Oh yeah. And being, um, this is what I have to say yeah. about about be real. That's what I have to say. <laughs> That's a Twitter clip. <laughs> he knows why. Anyways, <laughs> um, so Dougie, who was the guy that their guy, um, homie, shout out to the Dougie. Uh, he, I was hanging out at his house and he used to live in this total punk rock house. Like I am telling you, it's like a movie. Like it was the total punk rock house. <laughs> they had this huge bong. Someone has to light it for you. I, their, uh, soda machine had beer in it. Like it was just like, it was dirty and gross. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. No, because like when people watch movies about like LA and like blah, blah, blah. Like that stuff really happens. That's why those movies are there. That's why those TV shows are there. That's why that stereotype is there. So when you are living it, especially when you already know that's how it is, you didn't move from somewhere else and you're all enchanted. It's like, oh yeah, dude, that's just what's up. So that's why I'm saying it was a nice little dirty punk rock palace. Um, we're hanging out and he was like, hey, you know that um, Glenn Danzig's a fan of yours from your aerial. I was like, shut the F up. Wow. No F and way. Like what? <laughs> Misfits? Um, Danzig's fine and all, but I'm more misfits. So, um, he was like, yeah, you know, we're going to be going to his show. And he asked me if you'd come. And I was like, what? Like, duh. Yeah, let's go. So my friends were in town and I was able to get them tickets, but they couldn't be backstage with us. And it was really cool because at that time I hadn't been with anyone for a really long time. And I remember, I feel like Dougie really, um, I don't know. We had a really like cool understanding and he was just like, you know, why don't you ever have a boyfriend? I was like, because uh, guys are assholes and like, I'm not falling for it. <laughs> and so um, we were in this limo and it was just like, it was the whole nine yards. We get there, um, we're backstage, um, we're on the, and then before the show starts, he's like, so Danzig wants to know if you'll go meet him in his bus. And I was like, uh, yeah. So we go in there and I'm thinking this is freaking awesome. Right. Cause it wasn't like a hookup thing. Like that was clear from the beginning. So it wasn't anything like that. It was just like, he literally was my, a fan of my aerial character. And so I'm over there like, Oh my gosh. And he's like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm like, Wait, what? No, like what? And so that was cool. So then the show goes. And so I'm on this high, right? Like, yeah, dude. And so after the show backstage, there was this tent where they had like champagne. Cause um, apparently Danzig likes to drink. I forget what it's called, but it's when you put Guinness beer in champagne, there's like a name for it. I'm not a beer person, so I don't know. But um, so we were all champagning it up and there was a member of System of the Down there. Not the one I had a crush on. But one was there. So because he wasn't the one I had a crush on, I felt very comfortable going up to him. I mean, not, I, he's cute. I'm not going to say that. But, like, I just – my vibe was somewhere else with that. And so I went up to him. I was like, dude, you don't understand. Like, your music's freaking awesome. Like, 
and I, it, it wasn't like this Danzig thing. It was more like, um, like, Hey, we're both here because like we do stuff in life and that's why we're invited back here. So, Hey, you know, whereas Danzig, it was like, no, 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 dude, you're Danzig. <laughs> and he's like, you're Ariel. No, you're Danzig. <laughs> you're Ariel. So, um, I was just like, yeah, man, your music's freaking awesome. I told him like some of the stuff that helped me get through blah, blah, blah. And so later he comes up to me and he was like, Hey, can I get your number? Blah, blah, blah. I was like, yeah. So I gave him my number. And then one night he called me up and I thought it was a good, this goes back to the groupie thing. Like, why am I trusting this guy just because I'm a fan of his music? And like, I know him visually. It's so stupid. Like, Ladies, please learn from old <laughs> grizzled Aunt Shelly here. Like, don't do it. If you just want to have fun, go ahead. Whatever. But if you get your pink feelings hurt easily, don't do it. They're giving you lines, okay? That's it. So um, I ended up going to his house. We hang out for a long time, whatever, whatever. Like, it was like for until the next day kind of vibes. We just smoked a lot. We did hook up. Um, and so like, that was a trip because it was like, I love system at that point. I had a crush on the other guy because <laughs> he's more my type. And here I was over there. So I guess me and system have my butt in common twice. <laughs> Not that he there had my butt. No. That's exactly <laughs> what it sounded like, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. You know, like, <laughs> not, no, exit only girl. I'm sorry, fellas. If you like that, that's your thing. Cool. It's yeah, not for now me. Now you know. It's not she, for me. She DM Shelly on OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> not even the tip. Nothing. It's just <laughs> exit only. Exit only. Uh, Lando had a couple questions in the chat area. Shelly, haven't been able to live, uh, live the pro wrestling lifestyle what drew you into it? Uh, what was your best moment in your life uh, while being in it? And uh, do you enjoy things currently as is? So what got um, you into wrestling? What was your best moment? And are you enjoying life now? What got me into wrestling? Um, honestly, like my first memories of wrestling are two things. Cindy Lauper, when she was involved back in the day when I was a little girl with Captain Lou. Mm -hmm. And Glow, the original Glow, that, the original Glow captured me more than anything, more than WWF did or anything. It was like, these women made me feel something, like, <laughs> like on the jerk, I can be somebody, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so it's like, and they seem so over the top and like... I don't know, theatrical. And I just loved it so much. So I really loved that. And then Cindy Lauper totally got me in tuned with WWF's product because I love Cindy Lauper. And then fast forward, uh, when I was Ariel, no one told me anything, which was really cool. Like no one told me what to wear. No one told me how to act. No one told me how to deliver my lines. They really trusted me with my character. And I think it's because they loved what I was doing. And to be honest with you, I feel I was giving them what they couldn't even imagine to even think about because I'm really a vampire. So it's like, no, you know, <laughs> it's this. So after a while, little girls would come up to me or young gals, like adolescents and be like, Oh my gosh, I'm always waiting to see what your hair looks like in the, in the, on the show or what you're going to be wearing or what shoes you're going to be wearing. And it's like, that's how I felt about Cindy Lauper. I always wanted to know what she was going to do with her hair next and what she was going <laughs> to wear next. So for me, that Ariel character was really cool and true to part of my first introduction to wrestling, which a huge part of that was Cindy Lauper. And I feel like in my own way, I got to be that to these young gals. And what was really cool is going back to the independent scene the second time around. And now there was another generation of female wrestlers. And they were like, I always thought I could never do it until I saw you. And you had the black hair and the tattoos and you look different. So I knew I can do it. And I'm like, oh my God, that's so freaking cool that like I helped nudge you to be like, yeah, bitch, you can do it. So 
that's what got me into it. Um, okay, so what got me into it? What was a good moment? And, you know, I had many good moments in it, but I had to boil down one. And it's probably boring for people to hear this. But it really is that it led me to, to move to Kentucky, which led me to get my girl dog, Ethel, when that's when I first got her. Like, if I didn't move, if I didn't get hired and I didn't move to Kentucky, I wouldn't have had her. And that was the true gift that kept on giving after. I know it sounds cheesy, but that's just facts. Um, <clears throat> but as far as in general, my good moments, you know, I just, I really signed up for wrestling mentally and committed to it when I started training. And I would hear these people that had been doing it for a while have these cool stories. Like, yeah, we had to sleep in the car and then we went to this show and then da da da. And then this guy did this and we were all laughing. Like, I wanted that. I wanted those stories. So my favorite part of my career are those stories, those stories that I have with other people. And, you know, I kind of pushed a lot of those stories aside because a lot of the people I had those memories with, I guess I just took our friendship a little too seriously. <laughs> and I thought we were really all buddy, 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 buddy. But no. <laughs> but now I can look back at it and be like, you know, those were some really awesome moments that a lot of people in this universe will never experience. Like, it just, that's just what it is, you know? Just like when I was in WWE, I guess one of the moments that I love the most is when I went on the overseas tour because even though a lot of darkness happened there, a lot of cool things happened there too. One, that's when Santino Morella got flown into Italy to debut. So my roommate, my buddy is there. And like, we woke up early one day and we went out and like sightseed with each other before the show, like things like that, you know, was really cool. Um, freaking getting drunk in freaking England, Nottingham, England on that absinthe, you know, and I just remember the sun was coming up and it's like cobblestones that we're walking on. It's like, we're freaking Robin Hood here. Like what the hell? This is freaking awesome. And like, we're just drunken messes and, you know, it was moments like that. That's like, wow, this is cool that people who I watched are not just my peers, but like we hang out like at that time, they're, they're my friend. Like, this is so awesome to share those moments. And so I love that. And then like TNA, like I talked about before, it's like, you know, I just had so much fun just being like, kind of like a troublemaker, you know, cracking jokes. I wasn't very discreet that I'm smoking and drinking on the job. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> because like that's what's up and the thing is is that's what a lot of the like vets or the big name people would do when they get away with it and i just looked at it like as they can do it i can do it too as long as i i'm not being all drunk and sloppy but just a little buzz and like, keeping it going or whatever so like that was a lot of fun it's you know i'm sure people talked a lot of crap about me but i didn't care and you know, I love that. And then on the independent scene, my good moments are kind of the same thing, just connecting with people, smoking with people, um, you know, being in Canada on someone's kitchen floor after a show when the chick that um, – I went to a show and the girl who was my driver, she um, was like, oh, my friend is a huge fan of yours. She's so sad that she had to miss it today because she's getting married. She's like – you don't have, don't feel obligated, but would you mind going to the reception after? I said, are you effing kidding me? Let's go. <laughs> so I went to this like backyard reception of this wedding and I had so much fun. And then in the wee hours of the morning, we're sitting on the kitchen floor and we're just talking about life and <laughs> being biased <laughs> in Canada. And then I just remember hearing this guy whisper to his friend, I can't believe we're sh smoking with Shelly Martinez. And I was like, <laughs> I made it. I made it. <laughs> I made it. <laughs> and then, uh, oh, and going back, talking about that to good times. Another moment that I kind of think about a lot is when I went to overseas, we were in Scotland. And I was with a group of dudes who they were like, we couldn't find any herb, you know, it was kind of hard at first. So somebody found just got scored one joint, just one joint. So <laughs> they wrangled up the like small group of us that we were like always watched out for each other as far as that went. And I remember, I don't know even know what arena we were in, but I just remember being like in some like attic looking thing. <laughs> and there was like a hole in the ceiling and like the moon was beaming down. It was like a movie. <laughs> and we were smoking this joint and 
I got, I don't know. Scotland props because that was one of the most highest times. Like it's up there, maybe one or two that I've ever gotten. And I remember when we were going back to the show, which was like downstairs, everyone was like, be cool, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember I was like, dude. And Melina and I, if you guys out there for wrestling fans, Melina, her and I used to be really tight. And um, I remember I went up to her and I was like, Melina, don't let anyone see me. I'm so messed up right now because it was like, <laughs> I already did my part. I was done working. So she was trying to get me discreetly on the bus because when we're overseas, you have buses that they have the good guys on one bus and the bad guys another. Like they keep it true. And so she was trying to put me on the bus. Thank God we were both bad guys. And I remember I was walking and like no one knew, but of course I'm paranoid, right? Because I'm so out of my mind, Scotland joint high. And I just remember I look and CM Punk is kind of afar and he looks at me and he just goes. And I was like, oh, he knows, he knows, Punk knows, Punk knows, everyone knows. Oh, my God. And Melina's like, he doesn't know. And I was just. (laughs) That was a good moment. (laughs) Uh, Lando uh, said that. uh, First of all, said the fact that Cindy Lauper isn't in a pro wrestling hall of fame is an atrocity. They put everybody in the WWE Hall of Fame. You would think that Cindy Lauper would have made it. Uh, he says Lee sends in July. His goal is to hopefully start his wrestling dream. So hoping to get a car and drive out west, look for a wrestling school out there, and hopefully have stories like those to my name before I die. He said, um, I got to see a little bit of your TNA stuff on Impact Wrestling's Twitch channel. I cannot wait to see more of your wrestling work. Uh, indeed. Speaking you know, of my best. Um, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead, Shelly. There's a. Uh, um, transition to the next there's thing. a lot of really awesome matches I had on the indies my second time around but I'm not quite sure where all of them were and that's the problem but I kind of like that because it's kind of like going to a, sh- a concert it's like unless you were there you don't really know you know what I mean and like I had one show where I was wrestling one of my best friends um, Mariah Moreno shout out to Mariah Ooh, girl <laughs> And um, the promoter didn't take us serious. He was just like, oh, girls match. And I have this whole thing, rule of three. If you ask for for something three times and you get the same answer because someone's like not taking you serious or paying attention, oh, well, you asked three times. So I was like, so how long should we go? Oh, you know, whatever. Oh, okay. So is there anything we shouldn't do? Like, should we keep it in the ring? Oh, you know, just do whatever. Just entertain the fans. Okay, so what finish do you want us to do? Oh, you know, it doesn't matter. Just uh, make sure you win. That's cool. All right. <laughs> so we went out there and tore the effing house down. A quiet-ass town. Like, they never clap for anything off their seats. And one of the things that we decided to do, because I told her, I said, this boring-ass crowd, they never make any noise for anybody. We're going to get them. I asked him three times. He doesn't care what we do. Let's do it. So... The movie Kill Bill 2, there's a scene where um, Uma Thurman and Daryl Hannah have a fight scene, and it's inside a mobile home. And um, one of the things they do is they go to the bathroom, and um, one of their heads goes in the toilet, while they're, and she's like, whatever, and then she flushes it to get up. So I told Mariah, I said, let's do that. Let's do it. So we did. They followed us to the bathroom. There was a mirror in there, and I threw her against it. It broke. (laughs) We went to the toilet, flushed it, turned around, and did the fight scene. Things like that. It's out there, but I doubt it's on camera. Indeed. It uh, (laughs) it dovetails nicely with um, this thing I found on YouTube a couple days ago. It's I don't know if Shelly is aware. I'll be able to bring it up so we can look at it the magic of uh, technology. Shelly is aware of the playlist on YouTube named Shelly Martinez Wrestling. Uh-oh. It's uh, 40 videos. Wow. The thing is interesting. I was looking through these. Most of them have hundreds of thousands of views. Some have millions. Oh, my God. I get so happy when I get... 300 views on my channel. Uh oh. Did we get frozen? Hello? Is anybody there? 
Oh, I can see the chat. People in the chat, can you hear me or am I frozen? Can you see me? Okay, good. So we will just see. There we go. More about. You know, here's the thing. I'm an idiot because they were able to hear me and see me still, but I went and clicked on the chat part. So I went to click out of it, you know, but I pushed mm -hmm. done instead of clicked out of it. So at least I could have been entertaining them the whole time. Yeah, I apparently it's been, it says live now at 48 minutes and 32 seconds. So apparently it's been going the entire time and recording, even all through me restarting my entire computer. <laughs> Because my internet goes out when it's hardwired to the internet. So when it goes out for some reason, I have to restart the entire computer. So I'll say to take a big chunk out of the middle. And then what's left will be a good show. I'm not going to attempt to do what I did before, which is bring up the YouTube playlist. Because oh. I don't know if that did it or. Yeah. Uh oh. Okay, this time I'll push the right button. Uh oh. Dang it. You know, technical difficulties are a little bitch sometimes. Let me tell you something. But at least now, I'm not going to mess up. I'm not going to push that button, <laughs> which will kick me off. And apparently, it's still recording. It shows right here. Do you hear me and see me still, chat room? I know. Okay, good. Okay, not pushing that button. I'm pushing this button there. Things have gone to shit technologically. I have a lot of cutting to do out of this. You know why, my, right? My connection is fairly good. My connection is fine. I'm hardwired into the internet. My connection is perfect. It's because you got the Skynet watching you. That's right. <laughs> Whatever's, you guys, the NSA or whatever, fix my internet. I'm trying to do a show here. <laughs> anyway, my point was about the Shelly Martinez playlist wrestling videos on YouTube. Some of them have millions of views. Some of them have 16. One has 16 million views. Um, do you ever think about the sheer amount of people who have seen you perform? Because a lot of people don't get that like wrestling is incredibly popular. Maybe it's not as popular as it was you know, back in the Attitude Era or whatever when 20, 30 million people were watching a night or whatever it was. But it's a wildly popular thing. And I guess if you add up all the people on YouTube who have seen you, we're probably looking at hundreds of millions of views well here's the thing that's where i'm like can i just get a thousand views on all of my videos on my youtube channel just a thousand just a thousand because right. it's like oh my goodness <laughs> that is a lot and here's the thing not just with wrestling but with anything i put out there um i kind of don't think about it i just mm. this is who i am this is what i do and sometimes when I do take a step back and think about it, like, especially when I got into the relationship I'm in now, it's been five years, but when we first got together, it's like, I know his family's going to be looking me up and that's not good. <laughs> that's not good because it's not just wrestling, <laughs> you know? And I don't want his dad to know what my freaking naked body looks like. That's weirds me out. Some people it doesn't and like not judging. Because, but I'm not one of those people. It bothers me. In fact, that's what made me stop doing topless is mm. when I was in a situation where somebody was totally nice to me, very nice. There was no weirdness even. But they went to go show some music to me on their iPad. And on it was one of my, like, they were looking me up and it was topless stuff. So it's like, it made me uncomfortable. And that was the moment I was like, I don't like that. <laughs> and so going back to these views with the wrestling, it's like, I see the numbers and all I care about is that I'm not at least getting a thousand of those people on my YouTube channel. <laughs> like, I just don't think about it. And I don't know if that's irresponsible of me because I guess I've kind of been irresponsible with my content in that sense, but it's like, Oh yeah, people, they watch this. It's like people like not just the normal people who interact with me online. And it's like, okay, it makes sense that they seen it, but like, mm -hmm. um, Oh, good example. <laughs> 
So I did a custom video on Sunday for Shelly Secret Society. And um, I was doing some behind the scenes. And in the behind the scenes, I didn't realize until later how shady it really looks. <laughs> because to me, again, I'm just doing what I'm doing, you know? And I had these pasties on, but I had my robe on on top of me, but I didn't have it tied all the way. So it looked like I was naked underneath my robe. So that was Saturday. I mean, excuse me, Sunday. Early morning on Monday, I get a text message. I'll actually read it to you right now. <laughs> I got this text message. And it said, oh, I'm sorry. I read it in, on Sunday. So in the evening of Sunday, so after all the shoot was done or whatever, whatever is going on on Snapchat right now, dot, dot, dot. I like it, dot, dot, dot. Ha, ha. And the little emoji of a guy going. <laughs> so I don't have this number saved. So I'm like, who the hell is this? <laughs> Because normally I give people my Google voice number. If you got my real number, that's special. So it's on my real number. So I said, who is this? And the person that it is, is this wrestler. This wrestler who honestly I unfollowed sometime last year because they just were so about promoting certain things on their page, certain people that are in wrestling. And I get that. That's fine. But I don't like those people. So I didn't want those people in my timeline. And I was like, well, I'm kind of on the fence with this guy. Like, I want to like him so much. But there was a New Year's years ago that I went to his party here in L.A. And it was on a rooftop. And, you know, I was very, very single, like not even looking. And there was a younger wrestler there. And he was just this little sweetheart guy. He was super nice. He was like in his early 20s. And we were just dancing. And when midnight happened, I said, do you have a girlfriend or anything? He's like, no. And so I pecked him on the lips. Very innocent. Very innocent just to kind of make his night, you know. He was falling in love, you know. And it was just like, you know, it was cute. It was cute. It was just like a, a cute thing. That guy saw it and got upset. It was like a movie, like a Neanderthal. And he walks over, pushes the guy aside, and then pecks me. And I'm like, ew, what are you doing stealing a kiss like that? Gross. And so just to piss that guy off even more, later, that younger guy, he was um, pretty tipsy. He was like, can you do it again? <laughs> and because that guy that stole the kiss was right there, I said, no problem. Just to get at him. Because I was like, that wasn't cool, man. But aside from that, I've had some actually pretty cool conversations with him. One was actually on my birthday. I was in Hollywood Boulevard and a real pimp walked by and I took a picture with him. <laughs> Talked about Rivernex. <laughs> I swear to you. And so I had, I've had cool conversations with him, but like I've always been on the fence because of that night, right? So I was like, here's a guy I unfollowed last year because why even follow? And like, <laughs> why are you hitting me up? So it's like, that actually made me think like, wow, there's not just like a bunch of like strangers that I've never met and never will that look at my stuff, but there's people from my past who I don't even think about and they're watching it. And that's what really trips me out. It's not so much the thousands or some cases, millions of views. It's the people that I personally know that like, that are watching that don't let me know at all that they're watching until they just can't handle it. You know, well, if they subscribe to the show, they can come on here and check us out. It's the very least you can do is drop some money. If you're going to stalk Shelly or well, me, <laughs> not that anyone is, but <laughs> you're going to stalk Shelly. The thing drop is, some money. The, the guy, from what I understand, not too long ago, went back to WWE. So that's the thing. It's like, that's been my, my um, common denominator, I feel. These people from, like, in my DMs and all this. It's like, once they get back in WWE, all of a sudden, they're, like, trying to, like, test the waters with me. And it's like... That is, even if I was single, that's a strike. I'm not down with dating someone, no offense, but that's not for me to date somebody who's in WWE. I don't have any interest in it whatsoever. I don't want that in a partner to have that lifestyle. 
Like, no. So it's so, and it shows me how out of touch that they are. And those are the kind of guys that that's why I don't. It's like, oh, oh, in your little world, you're like, oh, I got my job back. And you're thinking like, I'm just gonna be like, <laughs> oh, he's on TF you. You were a douchebag then, you were a douchebag now. I don't care even if I was single and it makes me want to throw up because it's like, I don't even put that out there. I'm not DMing people, even when I was single and all this, it's like, no, I really don't care that you're in WWE. I haven't cared about WWE for many, many, like over 10 years. Like, no dude, I'm not that girl. It ain't me, babe. It just ain't me. <laughs> as long as you're being honest, <clears throat> the reason I decided, to stop being nude and going topless it was a complete lack of interest. Aww. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> or dun, 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 dun. hey, I may go back to it. You never know. Keep your options. I just peed myself, and I have leggings <sighs> on. I just peed myself so much a drop literally went on my foot. I have <laughs> leggings on. Leggings. I think I have some. I got some napkins here. <laughs> Why am I the, oh my gosh, Stoner Jesus. I don't know if you're the same way, but um, when I have medical issues with myself, of course I take to the internet, WebMD, and um, <laughs> find out there's a bunch of things wrong with me. And one of the things that, I, what was it, lupus? I'm, I'm, I have lupus, I have diabetes, I have, what was the other one? MS. <laughs> I have it all, baby. It's a shame. <laughs> I have it all. But one of them, I think it was the MS. Like, honestly, like, I was joking at the house about it because I was reading all the things because something that's been happening to me um, recently in, like, the last two, three months is I'll wake up and I'm doing this to my nose. And I don't know why. And so... It creeped me out, right? Because I'm like, are the spooks here mad at me or something? They're messing with me. And so then I started realizing that it graduated from when I'm sleeping and I wake up to that to I'll just be everyday life. And all of a sudden it feels like this, like either something crawling on my nose or something tickling my nose. So, and it's not inside. It's like, I do have allergies. It's nothing like allergies. It's like outside of it. And I was like, dude, so that's why I was looking it up. Like, why does my face, like in this part of my face, like right here, why does it tingle or tickle? And then that's when I came across the, all the things I have. <laughs> and um, when I got to the MS, it made kind of makes sense. And like, I do finally have good insurance. So I'm definitely going to have to like, investigate this, like on the realties, because what, like a lot of the things that listed on there are things that, I've always kind of joked about, oh, that's how I am. And one of them was the, like, bladder control issues. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wow. And then another one was, like, slur of speech. And it wasn't – it was about, goodness, about 15 years ago, I think, I started to realize when I was really starting to, like, vlog hard and stuff and I would edit that sometimes I would sound totally drunk and I had no alcohol in me at all for, like – you know, hmm. days. And it, there's times I've gotten a lot better with it because I've been very aware and trying to work with it. But there's a <laughs> lot of times in my, in the last specifically like 10 years that, um, like if I'm talking to somebody, it'll come out in a slur, but I recognize that like when I say it, I'm saying it in my head the right way. So when it comes out that way, it frustrates me because it's like, why did it come out that way? Like, I did not mean to say it that way. And the thing that really sucks is because people do know that I do love vodka and I do love wine. People <coughs> treated me like, oh, she's drunk. And it's like, no, dude. Like, I haven't drank for days. Like, <laughs> you hear what I'm saying? You should be worried about, like, that I'm slurring when I'm not, like, intoxicated here. So that was interesting too. And it also talked about having like all these other, so I'm just like, that's crazy. And then another thing was, it was talking about if you had some trauma to the face and like from wrestling, I've had plenty of trauma. Like I thought I broke my nose and um, there's a time where I took a power bomb and it was my fault. I took the power bomb from somebody I never took a power bomb for. So I was scared, I hesitated. And I kind of, instead of like, when you land, you're supposed to boom all at once. So it's safe, right? Yeah. But I kind of like 
went awkward like like one elbow went first so it like threw the whole thing off and a part I don't know if it was her if something on her like her knee or something like that caught me like right here and it looked like I had a golf ball for like a while right there wow and I that's when I was first going out with uh, with metal Jesus so it was like oh yeah that was real cute and we'd go out to eat <laughs> And people would give us bad service and be a jerk to him because I think they thought he was beating me. Because I would have, like, bruises. I had the ball. Sometimes I'd have a little black eye. And then to me, being that that's my world, I live it and breathe it. It's, like, totally normal. Oh, whatever, whatever. And I wasn't thinking to myself, people don't know I'm a wrestler. (laughs) Here I am with this guy. You're a better woman. (laughs) (laughs) This tall dude and, like, whatever. And he, like. Cause he has like the Jesus beard and everything. Like he looks kind of like if he's not smiling, like he's mad, <laughs> you know? So it's like, <laughs> and I remember one time when I realized it because I could be like, man, why we keep getting bad service and people like being a jerk to him. And then one time I was walking somewhere with Danielle and we're walking back home. And then someone came up to me and I had a tank top on this guy. And he goes, who did that? I'll get them right now. I said, what are you talking about? He's like, <laughs> and I was like, what are you talking about? And I was so mad. And I went home and then I went to put Tanner on. And when I went like this to put it on, I was like, oh my gosh, my arms. Cause I like the night before I had wrestled. And so I was like home. Right. So I didn't realize. And when I would manage a lot, I would bang, you know, to make the sound. So I would get them mm. real ugly right here. I was like, dude, that's why people were thinking I'm getting my ass beat. I had no idea. (laughs) (laughs) And to this day, my chin, like my smile is not the same. And I know this, people don't recognize it. But the reason why I know is because I've been editing my stuff forever. So I'm very familiar with how I look. And there's a side of my face that has never been the same since that. So that also made sense too with this like, Maybe finally now the nerves or something. I don't know. <sighs> yeah, self-diagnosis on Google can be a <clears throat> dangerous rabbit hole to go down. <laughs> it's WebMD, though. That's right. It's WebMD. <laughs> oh, my. Episode 17, I think it was another great one. We had the uh, technical glitch. But when I cut all that crap out, nobody will even know. That's what I'm talking about, of course. But. Why do I keep peeing myself? It's that damn MS. Yeah, I was going to ask you, are there going to be any uh, uh, any foot club uh, content, droplets of pee that made it to the foot <laughs> or anything like that? <laughs> you look forward to that on the Instagram. <laughs> no, but here's the thing. I feel... Sorry. Oh, somebody's talking crap. Whatever. Um, I feel that... Um, who is it? We'll kick their ass. Who is it? <laughs> Who's doing this to you? <laughs> it's this guy. It's, it's. Oh, my gosh. His name is That Guy Ben. Where is it? You can't see it. That guy... Oh, yeah. That Guy Ben. So it's that guy. He said... Because I did a video where... I try to tease to get some people over to the secret society. Um, I tried to do this video where it was like my little Friday video, which is always me shaking my butt, like creatively somehow. And um, I was like, you know what? I'm going to do a whole thing where it's like, oh, I'm tired. People know that I always drink my espresso shot in the morning before my coffee. That's how I get going. So I was trying to be all cute about it. And I was cute about it, by the way. And so this guy was like, I love how it says you just woke up in the morning, have a full face of makeup on. <laughs> Bitch, maybe I had it on from the night before. Think about that. Right. That guy, Ben. <laughs> Doug. <laughs> uh, the bowl is empty. It means the show is over. Oh, what I was going to say is I need to um, shoot some more content for not just the foot stuff, but for our Instagram for the show, because, you know, with everything going on, I'm just, I'm trying my best. Like I said, I had many breakdowns today. I'm trying to do better, but it's hard, but I need to stop being a little bitch, but it's hard. I need to stop (laughs) being a little bitch, but it's hard. That's what she said. It's your motivation for the day. (laughs) <laughs> Take that with you. 
it's ready hard. to go. It's hard. <laughs> Is it? Uh oh. No, not the sign off. Oh, thank you. I will take it one day at a time. Woogie boogie, we're Skynet. <laughs> Wolfie's fine, honey. Wolfie's just fine. Where are you? Your foster parents are dead. Oh, very <laughs> aggravating. Another night aggravates me more than that shit. It's just so. I want to strangle someone, but it's the internet. Who am I going to strangle? Well, if it makes you feel There's any no better, one. I was entertaining the viewers with my. Um, my rendition of Terminator 2, so. I'll make sure we keep most of that in. We'll keep in some of the good stuff. It's kind of little dead parts. It'd be a great episode. I know. We have no idea. Never. Uh, let's go see what Lando had to say. <clears throat> he said, take it one day at a time, Shelly. You got this. Uh, he said, laugh my ass off going out with a technical botch. Yes. It's one of those nights. Thank you, Lando, for subscribing and joining us. All the other subscribers, thank you as well. Spread the word. Tell people about it. Stop strangers on the street. Say, look, ShellySJSmokeout.com. They might not know what we're talking about, but your weirdness may intrigue them enough to really go check it out. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah. So I've built my career on. <laughs> remember, fellas, you don't have to be on camera. Like, if that's what's stopping you, like, you know, we have people in the chat room. We're able to read it and everything like that. So if you're shy, Absolutely. it's okay. You can be shy here. <laughs> right if you want to stalk shelly you can do so as well it's fine or me people are clamoring <laughs> for, more, for more of of jesus it's coming it's gonna be a big thing thank you shelly episode 17 besides the technical stuff great episode yes <laughs> we'll see you next week i'll Have see you in shelly. the future that's right <laughs> bye